Welcome to Campfire Football. Today's episode is called Wild Cards. And I called it that because in the last 24 hours, I've seen some very wild cards, strange decisions from referees. And it just, look, you could go into this for days and days. I'm not even going to really talk too much about red cards, although this whole entire thought process for me did kick off yesterday in the Brentford Spurs game. But I don't want to get into all the red cards thing. I actually would like to save that whole bucket of worms for a later time. In terms of what I saw yesterday that got me going on this whole subject, if anyone did not see the Brentford Spurs match, late in the game, Josh De Silva went to try and do sort of a Cruyff cut, one where you actually jump in the air and chop it behind you. Left it, jumped forward, put his right foot up in the air, tried to chopped it with his left behind it, away from Pierre-Emerick Hoiberg. But as he landed, his cleats just can't, went straight down Hoiberg's shin. Now, watching that play and seeing multiple replays, it looked like a complete accident. Problem is, Hoiberg had huge gashes and blood running down his shin. The referee did not give a red card initially, just gave a yellow, right? Because it kind of looked super awkward and clumsy and kind of maybe sort of reckless and careless. So he gave a yellow card. But then when VAR were like, no, no, you have to take another look at this, what they showed was studs just raking down someone's shin. And studs on shin nowadays, you don't even need context for that. That is a red card all the time now. And that's the problem that I'm having right now is that it feels as if we are litigating the game. That so many decisions and so many cards are being given based on a pure and simple reading of the law to the letter of it. But it's also still an interpretation. No matter how much we want to think that some of these calls are objective, they're still subjective. And in my opinion, referees are getting them wrong more and more. And it's also changing the way defending works at all in the sport. So here are the wild cards. So I just talked about Josh De Silva's this morning. This is when it's cemented as a subject I wanted to talk about. Because in the space of 15 minutes, I saw two bookings that made no sense to me whatsoever. The first one once again, was a player who actually had the ball at his feet. This is Monaco against Lorient, all right? And Jelson Martins is dribbling the ball in the, sort of right about in the middle of the circle, takes one or two touches to slalom through, plays the ball with his right foot forward, and then turns back to see where he is going to be landing because his left foot is stepping stepping to land, right? His next step. The defender has shown up late and just kind of dangled a foot out, and he accidentally steps on the defender's foot. Play gets called back, and he is given a yellow card, and Lorient get a free kick. Now, again, keep this in mind. The defender showed up to the situation late. The attacker had the ball got rid of it, and as he is landing, he, has, he steps on a guy. Referee give me a yellow card because, well, studs on boot. It's a stamp. 
It wasn't a violent stamp, so it's not a red, but it's a stamp. Well, uh, no, that's accidentally trotting on someone who, what were they even doing there? The defender showed up so late, had made no attempt to actually really play the ball, and ended up actually being rewarded. The final one happened, I mean, I, I switched games. It was maybe 10 minutes later I saw this. This is Clément Grenier for Rennes. And they were playing against Nantes. And he goes to win a tackle, slides in. Now, he has not fully extended legs, two-footed either. He is, he has gone in. His leg is bent back. It's bent back, the one he's won the ball with. He arrives so much earlier than the defender that the defender stops. Stops, just stops dead in his tracks. Grenier goes through, the ball goes past the defender, and his feet take out the guy that was just standing there. And he gets a yellow card for arriving at the ball first, for winning it cleanly, and as he is, as his momentum is going, he clips the guy who decided to just stop playing, to not defend, and to not also move out of the way. So... If we're going to start giving yellow cards for things that stupid, it makes me go, what on earth are the rules, really? Like, what is the wording in the rules? And how are refs interpreting the rules? Well, to my astonishment, maybe not, actually, I find that there are plenty of well-defined rules and also some that are loose. But the reality at the end of all this is very simple. There are some things that are completely left alone, not officiated at all, that are making the game worse. And there are some things that are very, very harshly punished that don't make any difference for anyone. So the important thing to keep in mind here is when we talk about yellow cards as cautionable offenses, there are so many ways to argue about what's the difference between a foul and a yellow card. And I'm not really going to get into that because though I have my opinions on that, I also think that really does come down to referee discretion in the moment. Can they read the overall picture of the game, right? Are players, you know, ill-tempered and you need to calm everyone down? Or did someone just show up just a half second, you know, a tad second late for a tackle and they didn't mean it and you can just let them off with a warning? That is a little bit more of a complicated area. I want to get into the letter of the law and the way they've actually described these things. Now, the first one that's interesting to me is dissent by word or action. Now, that is a yellow card. Dissent by word or action is a cautionable offense. However, do you see referees actually using yellow cards to quell the amount of dissent by either word or action? that we see, especially towards referees? The answer is, I'm sure you see some. Yes, there are moments where players will get a yellow card for yelling at a referee. I think in the Italian league, I remember I saw Arturo Vidal get right in the referee's face, yell at him. I think that was maybe in the Champions League. Got a yellow card and, got, and, and ended up with a red because he did twice. He wouldn't stop. He just kept going at the guy. Uh, I saw Lorenzo Insigne a few weeks ago for Napoli do the vafanculos um, signal, and he got a yellow card for that, or he got a red card for that, after multiple minutes of everyone surrounding the referee. Here's the amazing thing. Referees just seem to be kind of trigger-happy in the moment on that. But this is one of those areas where it should not be subjective. If 10 players surround the referee 
and are berating and yelling at, at him, that shouldn't be allowed. Yet they are all able to do it. How are you going to book 10 people at once? Well, because you've actually lost control. That's the problem is players feel comfortable in groups surrounding the referee and essentially just creating a mob around them. And the referees can't really give yellow cards unless one of them says something way beyond the pale. Strange. Doesn't make sense to me. So that's one of the areas that I think is a missed opportunity. I think the game could be a lot better if players were actually showing respect to referees. I can also not think of a single other sport where officials are as routinely verbally abused by the players as football. I cannot think of one where it's even anywhere close. The next one that I think is pretty interesting is uh, delaying the restart of play. Now, when I was watching Villa against United, the Villa goal came from, I believe it was John McGinn, gets brought down in the attacking part of their midfield, tries to get up and play the ball quickly because that's what Villa have been doing since they got back to the Premier League. They try and take set pieces fast to try and catch the opponents off guard. Well, over the last few years, it's become totally routine for two or three guys to just block the free kick and do anything they can to stop it, to stop you from kicking it. And attackers have actually gotten dumb enough to not realize that that's a yellow card. So they they pretend and they're like, oh, he's blocking me. And then a lot of the time they complain a little bit. And then by that time, the defenders got everything sorted. Three, four people have come back. Situation slowed down. Good. That's a yellow card, by the way. To stand one foot away from someone and not let them take the set piece. They don't have to ask for 10 yards unless they're shooting. So if you are getting in front of the ball like that and you're trying to block it, it should be a yellow card. Now, Aston Villa Man United... Three Man United players tried to block the the first pass. John McGinn complained. They all took one step back and the window opened up. He found Grealish. Grealish lobbed it in. Traore scores. So you can see why people want to stop it. But the amount of the time that it happens and no one does anything is quite incredible. Now, when I looked at the rules of delaying the, delaying the restart of play, one of the rules that's a yellow card is taking a free kick from the wrong position to force a retake to waste time. I've, I don't ever see anyone do that. Here's another one, though. Appearing to take a throw-in, but suddenly leaving it for a teammate to take instead. So you've seen this before. Uh, yep, yeah, guy's got his the ball behind his head. He's looking around, can't decide. Sets it down when another player starts slowly jogging over saying, I'll take it. Now, that's a yellow card, probably for both players. But you see it happen, and it never, ever, ever gets booked. Now, the part that gets to me the most is unsporting behavior. This is what makes the game on the brink of being invalid. If no one respects the game, if the if the behavior from players is unsporting, the game really loses all manner of integrity. Right now, one of the ways that they explain this is an attempt to deceive the referee, e.g. by feigning injury or pretending to have been fouled. Both are things we see with outrageous regularity. The amount of players that are actually going down and screaming as if they've just had a serious injury and are standing up within moments being like, okay, I'll take the free kick. 
No, that's a yellow card. You just tried to act like you were severely hurt in order to get your opponent booked. That's the whole reason why you did it. You didn't go down and scream that hard just to get the foul. You did it to make sure that the referee might think, I need to be extra punitive with this action. And to me, that is totally unsportsmanlike conduct. Pretending to have been fouled. They call this simulation. I don't know why it's the worst word. Pretending to have been fouled is the most adequate way to explain it. If you want one word, we call it flopping or diving. Simulation reminds me of multiple Rick and Morty episodes. It does not make me think of trying to deceive a referee, right? And I think that's important is the language, the language matters. Now, the final thing that I wanted to touch on was it is you can give a yellow card for someone who shows a lack of respect for the game. Oh, that is broad, very broad. Matter of fact, it's so broad and subjective that it can be taken differently in different cultures and different leagues and really by different referees. So that can get really, really weird. First of all, one that I find really interesting. If you saw Stuttgart playing Bremen or saw the highlights of this, this clip went around. It's... Um, it was the forward from Stuttgart, Silas uh, Wamakitunga. He um, <laughs> stole the ball from the two, the defender and the goalkeeper. They had a little bit of a mix-up. Uh, big complication issue. He went and chased the lost cause, stole the ball, had the ball at about the penalty spot all by himself, turned around and realized that the defender and the goalkeeper were doing their inquisition of whose fault it was you know whose fault the the whole misunderstanding was he hasn't even scored yet and they're arguing so he just walks the ball over to the goal line and the goalkeeper finally goes oh gosh I should probably should probably chase him down and he waits for the goalkeeper to get about the six yard box and he pokes it in now a, one of the Bremen defenders runs over and gets in his face like what are you doing that's rude that's wrong and the referee gives him a yellow card Okay, so that's unsportsmanlike. Well, how about how unprofessional that goalkeeper and that defender were to stop playing when the ball is not yet in the goal? For anyone who watches American football, you see a guy running to the end zone. He's 15 yards ahead of anybody. There's no one, no one catching him, and there's no one in front of him. Yet everyone on the field is going is running because they have it programmed them. You do not stop until the play is over. And here you have a goalkeeper and a defender totally unprofessionally quit on the action and then look and see the guy and they're like, just, can you just please score already and put us out of our misery? Oh, fine, I'll run after you. I mean, it, it was incredible. And the fact that he got a yellow card for it to me said a lot about where the priorities really are. We see players doing so much doing so much underhand stuff every day. And we see these rules written, and we hear commentators talk about them, but the enforcement of them is all over the place. And it's gotten to the point where I think most of us are kind of confused what is a foul, what is not a foul, what is a yellow card, what isn't a yellow card. And like I said, I didn't even get into the reds today. So everyone, take a look. As you're, as you're watching the football, try and think of some things that you feel are obvious yellow card offenses that referees never seem to jump on top of, and what kinds of things we're over-regulating a little bit. I mean, it's obvious that 
the multiple replay angles, the super slow-mo, the HD, all of that made for tackles to look so much worse. So we had to stamp those tackles out of the game. Well, now we've got other issues to figure out. And yellow cards are where it's all at. This is Campfire Football. Thanks so much. Thank you.